everyone. It's Gloria, and welcome to Season 2, Episode 4 of Independent. Today, I'm joined by my friend Isabel, and we will be giving you the rundown on how to slay your budget this holiday season with our thrifty holiday giving guide. We will be talking about the origins of gift giving, the consumer outlook for the holiday season this year, ways to save money on gifts, and some awesome DIY ideas, and also some really awesome sustainable gift ideas. Hope you enjoy. I am here today with a very special guest, my friend Isabel, and we are going to be talking holiday gift giving. The holidays can be a very stressful time, so we decided to put this little episode together to hopefully help you save some money and reduce a little stress. So thanks for joining me, Isabel. Welcome to the show. Thanks for having me, Gloria. I'm so excited and nervous. (laughs) Don't be nervous. It's totally fine. Let's start off by um, telling us a little bit about yourself. I'm 24. I currently work as an auditor for a public accounting firm. Um, I'm located in Toronto, and I have been re-watching Hamilton on repeat and singing all of their songs lately. That's how I'm getting into the spirit of things. (laughs) My next question for you is, what is your relationship with money? I would think that my relationship is pretty good. I've had a lot of people say that I'm pretty good at saving money, but I find that I'm not good at, I guess, investing in money. I'm really bad at that. So it's more of a, you add a lot of cash in your bank account and not as much invested. Mm-hmm. Interesting. So I thought we should take it back a little bit and talk about the history of gift giving for the holidays. So Isabel, what do you think is the beginnings of the tradition of holiday gift giving? I guess from the Bible, because the three wise men gave the little baby Jesus three gifts. Yeah, so that's what I had thought too. And then I was doing a little digging, and there's an interesting Atlantic article on this, and it said that the gift giving in America is not clearly tied to Christianity. Actually, a lot of religious leaders had said that gift giving detracts from the true spirit of the season which is really about new beginnings, joy, and togetherness. So then my mind went to, oh, like, is it just a corporate America ploy, like advertising, marketing? And it actually came before that. In the 19th century in New York City, the ultra-rich elites were afraid that the holidays would be cause for poor people to demand food and drink and party in the streets. So a group of elites invented new traditions to make it more of a domestic inside the home celebration. And alongside this, with the rise of the middle class, they also wanted to protect their children from, quote unquote, commercial entertainment. And this also was along the same time as the rise of industrialization and people began to give more mass produced commercial gifts to each other, which is really interesting. So it's not necessarily tied to the three wise men and baby Jesus, but it was actually kind of the rich people being like, get out of the streets, poor people. Oh my gosh. Isn't that interesting? That's awful. Yeah, truly, truly. So anyways, I'm going to link that article in the show notes if anyone's interested in reading further. 
So now let's move on to the current day and look at PwC's 2020 Canadian Holiday Outlook, which is a survey of a thousand Canadians who live in urban and suburban areas. Let's go over some of their key findings. Do you think compared to last year, the average person is going to spend more or less on gifts or about the same? I want to say the same. Okay. I think that there's going to be like different reasons for people to buy to overspend this year just because they don't know what to do with their money. But I guess people don't have as much money as they had last year. So they would definitely try saving it. Yeah, that's a good guess. So actually, yeah, 41% of Canadians that were surveyed said about the same. 45% said less and 9% said more. And what about travel? This one's probably obvious. (laughs) definitely less yeah do you have a guess on the percentage less uh 20 percent less it's actually 58.5 percent less oh my gosh (laughs) it makes sense though given the times yes absolutely for the most part gift giving spending it's decreased by 2.6 percent so pretty consistent year over year so now let's talk about some tips to save money over the holidays. What are your top tips to save money? My top tips are to honestly be upfront and ask the people that you want to give gifts to what they want so you know how much you're going to generally be spending. Or alternatively, just set yourself a hard budget, like only get gifts under $20 or even less than that. Now that I've gotten older, I find that giving gifts isn't as much of an expectation between me and my friends. We kind of have an understanding that if you want to give a gift, then you'll give it. But it's definitely not an expectation. I don't think gift giving should or gift receiving should ever be an expectation. But I think I spend less on presents because we spend more on experiences or like spending time together. Mm -hmm. So normally outside of COVID, we would just get together and grab bubble tea and catch up. A tip would be to see if your friends actually want to give gifts or if they just want to like hang out. Yeah, absolutely. I completely resonate with that. I think that gifts are nice when they're thoughtful and when it's something that you actually want and will use. But I completely agree. I think gift giving has definitely become less of a priority once I've gotten older. And it is the experiences that matter more in the time spent together, like those religious leaders had said and the Puritans had said in the past. (laughs) It's the true spirit of the season, right? Togetherness. And I think nowadays people value experiences more, especially with the pandemic and everything. People are feeling a little bit isolated. So I feel like spending time together is super valuable. It's so much nicer than like a thing that will just sit there. For sure. And on the topic of thoughtfulness and saving money on Christmas gifts, I've been making some of my gifts actually. Normally I would buy just like something cute but now I'm making these cute things what are you making I've started cross-stitching oh that was I only recently started it 
Oh my gosh. So are you, are you like cross stitchings with profanities? Oh my God. <laughs> no, I haven't gotten that far. I'm still on the phase of like Pokemon <laughs> or Star Wars imagery. Okay. Yeah. But you know what I mean, right? Oh yeah. Like they sell those things at like the Drake mm-hmm. general store. <laughs> yeah. That's so funny. But yeah, like that is a thoughtful and cute gift. And we will get into that a little bit later on in the episode where we list out some ideas on DIY gifts. On the topic of having a budget, do you know what a sinking fund is? No. What's that? A sinking fund is essentially throughout the year you set aside a bit of money towards whatever you want. It can be in a separate bank account. So this would be your holiday sinking fund. So for example, every paycheck you set aside $10 and then by the end of the year, you will have this quote unquote guilt-free money to spend during the holidays on gifts and entertainment. And what I would recommend is setting up a separate high interest savings account for this so that you are earning that little bit of interest so that it's not exactly sitting there doing nothing and you build this into your budget so that you don't have to feel guilty for quote-unquote overspending over the holidays oh that's a good idea I kind of did that but I started in September true and then I put a lot of money in I put away like $50 every paycheck Yeah, well, I mean, that like evens out to be around the same and it's up to you, right? It's up to you about what your budget really is and how much you want to spend. But I think that that's a really good idea to segregate your money. And so you can also automate it so you don't really have to think about it. Mm -hmm. And then you just have this pile of money and people use it for things like vacations or renovations, things like that. So it can be for any purpose, really. It's just important to have a separate account for it so you don't have the temptation of like withdrawing money from that for other purposes. Mm-hmm. I think you also mentioned that it's important to make a list and I agree. I think it's so important to make a list and stick to the list so that you don't really go off and buy random stuff. What do you think about wish lists? I'm on the fence of them. Uh-huh. I like them because you know what they want and it makes your job easier. But it does take away from, like, the extra thought into the gift. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and it's, like, not as surprising. Yeah. Like, oh, I got exactly what I wanted. Mm -hmm. Great. (laughs) I mean, maybe it's good for people you're buying for who are very picky. That's true. Yeah, and I also think it's important to, if you are going the wish list route, it's good to make your own, too, and include yourself. Because, you know, you got to treat yourself, too. Oh, yeah. And that's when all the sales are happening. Gotta remember about you. Exactly. Yeah. So that's my next point. It's a good idea to buy things on sale. So shop on Black Friday and Cyber Monday or throughout the year for holiday gifts and don't shop last minute. What are your thoughts on Secret Santa, White Elephant, Santa Steel, etc.? I love it. Last year, I think was the first time I did a white elephant. That's the one where you buy like a generic present or like a present for everybody and then people steal it. Is that yeah. the same thing? So I did that last year. I loved it so much because I did put a lot of thought into the gift. It was a, between me and a bunch of other accountants. So it made it like really punny. What did you get? <laughs> <laughs> it was really dorky. Let's, let's hear it. So they're all auditors and we all did our graduate diploma program together. I got a notebook from Muji and on the day that I bought it, they had a calligraphy artist 
and she was doing free like calligraphy if you buy something. Oh, that's so fun. Yeah. So I got her to write some sort of accounting joke. I honestly forgot what it was. Oh, no, I got it. It was be audit you can be. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Yes. (laughs) I know. I told you it's going to be super dorky. I also got a like I had Polaroid film, right? And I have one of those printers that can just print whatever picture you want instead of taking it. So I printed out a group photo of us. But I also put in a squeezy ball in case they get stressed out from work. Oh, my gosh. That's such a good idea. I really went ham on that. I loved it so much. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, and that's a thing because there's the gift aspect. You only need to buy Mm -hmm. one gift and everyone agrees on the price and then you can get together and then that has the togetherness aspect of it, right? Because you're getting together and then doing this little steal thing, which is super fun for everyone. So I I think it's a great idea. And maybe this year it can be a Zoom call instead, mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, and then you leave it at their door or something if you can or like mail it. Yeah, I think that is such a good idea. I would love to do more. If you want to invite me into your white elephant, please do. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> Open call to everyone listening here. I don't know you. If you need an extra person, Isabel's your girl. <laughs> she doesn't know you, but she'll give a great gift. I would love to. I love giving gifts. I think it's one of the best things someone can do. It's from the heart. Exactly. It's so fun. I agree. So do you have any ideas on reducing waste with gift giving? Because I know that it can be quite a wasteful time too. According to Waste Reduction Week Canada, household waste can increase more than 25% over the holidays. And the majority of this waste is comprised of discarded gift wrap and shopping bags, which is pretty sad. Yeah. My tip to reduce waste is to use whatever you have already. Like if you already have gift wrap or like newspapers, then just reuse that to wrap your presents. Mm -hmm. Or like if you're crafting something, use your existing crafts first before you have to go out and buy something. Yeah, absolutely. And fun fact, did you know that tape with wrapping paper, like if you have taped it, it can't be recycled? That's so sad. Yeah. So what I would suggest is to use string instead or twine to wrap the gift together because then you can recycle the wrapping paper and then the string can be used for something else. I feel bad now. I already taped my presents. Now you know for next time. (laughs) (laughs) What I really like to do is use a scarf or a canvas bag to wrap the gift with. And I saw online, someone gave a, gifted a cookbook and then wrapped it in an apron and did a furoshiki style wrap, <gasps> which is like a Japanese art form of folding fabric into really beautiful ways. I really like to just go to the thrift store and get a scarf and you can get them for like two bucks. And then If it's a nice scarf, the other person will use it. And if not, like they'll have a piece of fabric that they can use to wrap someone else's gift. (laughs) (laughs) That's so smart. Oh my gosh, an apron is so on theme. I love it. 
Another tip to save money is when you're buying things online, use Rakuten, which gives you cash back when you buy through certain retailers, or Honey, which is an online couponing app. I think it's a Chrome add-on, and then it searches online for different discounts on the items that you're trying to buy. So I think it's also really important to just compare prices when you're buying online to make sure that you're getting the best deal that you can. Mm -hmm. I agree. Alrighty, so now let's talk about some DIY gifts. You already mentioned that you're into cross-stitching, recently gotten into cross-stitching. Do you have any other nice DIY ideas? So I'm not sure if this is a DIY, but this year I'm giving out Christmas cards and to make them more sentimental and personalized, I'm also adding in a mix tape. Aww. That's so cute. A playlist, really. I was just going to make it on Spotify and then give them a QR code in the card so they can scan it. I love that. That's such a good idea. If they're not really a music lover, then I would just put in a picture using my Polaroid printer. Yeah, so many creative ideas. And I think that that's such a thoughtful gift. I personally love receiving things in the mail, so... I think other people probably share that sentiment as well. There's something just so nice about seeing a handwritten card. And knowing it's not a bill. Exactly. Some other DIY ideas that I have are bath salts or bath bombs. Those are surprisingly easy to make. Bath salts especially. Epsom salts, super cheap. And then you just add in some essential oils. And people love that because it's like so nice and self-care is so important during these trying times. And in addition to that, you can make a sugar or salt or coffee scrub and then put it into a small mason jar or upcycled jar. And I think that makes for a super cute gift as well. And speaking of essential oils, you can also do like a hair oil or a beard oil that you make out of shea butter, coconut oil. Mm -hmm. another idea is getting your loved one an everyday thing that they really like for example sending them uber eats of bubble tea to their door i think that that's such an unexpected and nice surprise and it's so thoughtful and also food gifts i feel like are really good gifts i personally love baking like i'm baking sourdough as we speak (laughs) so i think that could be a really good gift And other things that are super easy to make are things like peppermint bark, truffles. Truffles are actually really easy to make, surprisingly. You can make vanilla extract, which is just vanilla bean and vodka, and then it's better than that artificial stuff you get from the grocery store. You can also make granola, like a holiday granola blend, and then just put it in a nice mason jar and spruce it up a little bit and give that Also in the same vein, like hot chocolate mix or your own tea mix, I think can be really nice and thoughtful as well. So every time your loved one drinks that tea or hot chocolate, they'll think of you. How do you feel about giving donations on behalf of someone? I think that's really sweet. I think it's a good place to put your money. I would do that. And I would, I would appreciate if someone did that for me. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so if you give a donation on behalf of someone, you get the tax benefit. So, great idea. (laughs) (laughs) The CRA requires all receipts for donations to be issued in the name of the true donor. So, you can't gift a receipt, unfortunately. 
Okay, so now let's talk about some sustainable gift ideas. I think that I personally have tried to trend towards more sustainable because of climate change. Everything is happening in our world. So I think it's nice to be able to think about how you can give a gift, but also be sustainable at the same time. So in terms of sustainable gift ideas, you can plant a tree for someone on their behalf. There's a website that's based in the UK where they send you like pictures of the trees. Oh my gosh, I would love that. You can see it grow. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. I don't know if the same thing exists in Canada, but I did find a website called alivingtribute.org where you can plant a tree in celebration of someone or in memory of someone, which is also a really nice thought. My personal favorite gift is water bottles because hydro homies for life. (laughs) I think water bottles are so handy and so great. It's a nice reminder to hydrate yourself. It is kind of nice. Another thing you can actually give is tote bags. You can never have too many tote bags. Yes. That for grocery shopping. Yes, absolutely. I love tote bags. Like every time I travel to somewhere, I buy a tote bag. That's like my souvenir thing. Super handy. Yeah. What are some key takeaways for our listeners on how to save money during holidays? I think some key takeaways are shopping during sales, budgeting how much you want to spend, or if your friends are okay with not spending money this year on presents. And being more sustainable with your gift giving and gift wrapping. Amazing. Love it. So that brings us to the end of our show. Isabel, thank you so much for joining me today. Thanks for having me. As the aspiring Independent, this is Gloria signing out. Thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe on your preferred podcast platform. And if you're using Apple Pods, please toss me five stars. It would help me so, so much. So see you next time. Until then, stay healthy and grow wealthy.